Hello and welcome to Backstage. You're listening to Sky News' entertainment podcast with me, Casey Spencer, Bethany Minnell and Stevie Wong. And coming up on this week's episode, the Upside Down is back, so we need to talk about Stranger Things. We are going to end your friends. Then we are going to end everyone. Bethany's been chatting to Jessica Alba. I like it. It's energizing. And Miley's new music video has got people talking. Hello, we're all here again. Stevie, you all right? We've, unfortunately, for poor old Stevie, we've got him awake very uh, late <laughs> at night and we're in very early in the morning for this recording. Are you awake, Stevie? I'm, I'm awake. Uh, this is actually day two of being... Because I started watching Stranger Things at midnight, which is a bad idea. Oh. And, you're in the uh, upside down right now. I you're in a the, crazy I'm in the place. upside down, yeah. <laughs> Love totally it. Totally, like, off, off it, yeah. Brilliant. Well, we're going to be talking about that um, a bit later on on the show, but first we need to catch up on Glastonbury, really, just very quickly, because I know that's last week's. <laughs> News. Old news. Um, but yeah, Bethany is here. She survived. She's through the other side. I did just about survive, <laughs> didn't I? And I think we both nearly broke ourselves, though, didn't we? <laughs> we literally did. We nearly broke the tent. We nearly broke ourselves. I couldn't get my sleeping bag back into the bag well, to I, pack it up. I, I personally find that offensive that you say we nearly broke the tent. I, through YouTube videos, <laughs> managed to put the tent back in its bag. Both which tents, is a, a first Katie, for me. Both tents. You, yeah. were, you were a vision of camping. You were amazing. Oh, but there was no mud this so, year, which was obviously brilliant, but yeah. it was just so hot and gruelling and such very long days. And I know my boyfriend has already... Um, chastised me for saying nobody wants to hear anyone complain about how hard your free ticket to Glastonbury was <laughs> but it was really hard and the days were really long and we were all really knackered now. It's true and it was very well, cold in the middle of the night yes. at one point didn't you put your tights on in the middle of the night Katie it was yeah, so chilly. slept fully clothed yeah. and shaved my legs using a bottle of your coconut water. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is, if that isn't like using what's around you then. I, I think my using what's around me low point was when I rushed for a wee just before we did a little bit of recording so I was on I had to be like really quick and I found the toilets and I was proud of that because Glastonbury is so big it's hard to find yeah. anything but I found like the ones where there's just like a hole and a door and then I was like oh my god I've got no toilet paper this is outrageous <laughs> so I had to use a bit of my script as toilet oh. paper makeshift oh, toilet bless. paper so I feel I've really been initiated <laughs> into got the, the whole real Glastonbury, Glastonbury thing yeah. yeah but I did wear my white trainers throughout so I, I do appreciate that the god of weather was on my side oh, man we were filthy weren't we we didn't wash for three days stevie I- i'm not even joking you should see my face right now i'm literally like like frozen vomiting into the bin scr- beside like, you yeah we were true professionals we were serving our uh, art and we weren't worrying about how we looked or smelt my favorite bethany manel moment was uh during george ezra who you're not that fussed about as well are you she was I'm like not, oh I, I don't mind this song this one it's the one about sidecars isn't it it's like, no it's not about sidecars bethany i think what was it shotgun yes shotgun. that was in my I'll head be in my sidecar <laughs> I literally have been imagining like a last of the summer wine type moment where he is in some form of sidecar that's what I thought he was singing about You're brilliant and yeah. I love you yeah. well, I have a question because it's so big how did you guys find each other if you split off or were you always together the whole time we had a bit of string between us yeah. and <laughs> a big mitten <laughs> yeah. um, no it was tough actually if you lost each other especially as I have zero sense of direction so like if yeah if you kind of got split up it was very much like we'd 
always tend to meet back at one particular tent, wouldn't we? The hospitality. Yeah. Oh, God, we really can't complain about it. <laughs> we, we'd always meet back in the hospitality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so hard, Stevie. No, it, it was great like it. fun. It, oh, it was, um, oh, but we do have a, a confession to make. We had to... Um, we had to race back for other work-related issues. Yeah, so but we, we were so excited night. about seeing Lizzo, and we had to leave before her set. But no. have you watched it? Because so much of it is on the iPlayer at the moment. Lizzo yeah. just stormed. Oh, she rocks. It. I watched it twice. I actually watched it in the car. Well, I've watched it twice since I got home, and then I watched it once in the car. Oh, I made uh, Bethany describe it to me. Yeah, <laughs> as so we were driving. Katie was obviously driving. So What's that she was wearing? Yeah, twerking, twerking again. <laughs> Flicks hair, checks nails, twerks some more. Yeah, oh, hang on, she's bringing more dancers out. <laughs> she rocks. I'm just a massive fan so now, cool. Stevie. I'm converted. She's fab. And, also, and it seems to be the gift that keeps on giving because there's this little viral situation where this rapper brings. I know this Alex. On. Who, Alex. Yeah, Alex from Glastow. Who would have thought that a week after Glastonbury, the person that we're talking about is a random 15-year-old yeah. who was pulled up onto the stage during um, Dave the Rapper's. Yeah. He's uh, got a modelling deal now as well. No, he yeah. has not no. got a modelling deal. It just Shut shows up. the beauty of like exposure, and it could have gone two ways, couldn't it? I mean, he could have got up there and been a bit rubbish, and it would have been it like a so laughing good, moment. Yeah, like we, we can't actually give uh, play the audio for you at the moment because obviously uh, Glastonbury has a rule where after a week all of the the music gets taken down but if you look on youtube there's various uh home videos that people mm. shot uh from the front row of this 15 year old yeah. boy who dave was just like does anyone know uh the words let's bring a fan up to do it and he just rocked it he was so good yeah and at 15 can you imagine no. just shouting to an audience that side come on glastonbury let's do it <laughs> yeah, apparently dave said to him like look me in the eye if you forget lyrics when he oh, just look me in the eye and he did Really but apparently it's not good enough for Stevie Wong, who was like, well, this song's three three years old. <laughs> no? Well, I, I was like, because I, I was like, what is this? First of all, I've never heard of Dave the Rapper. And so I was like, who is this person? So I went in this little mini dive and I was like, wait a minute, this song's three years old, which means it, as a it's true fan... It's still really he's had, hard to do, though. Yes, Stevie's like, he's had young, three years to revise. <laughs> he has, but remember when you're young, you used to like stand in front of the mirror and just like, like repeat, you know, and just repeat to every over and over yeah, again all these songs and so if this was his person then obviously he knew every lyric to like the song because but that's it's his still person. a really fast rap oh and he God, knew every single bit of it Harsh. I mean, what what was your standing in the mirror song then, Stevie? That you oh really know off my Mine, heart. and this is going to age me so well. <laughs> Prince, oh. Prince had a song called Alphabet City. Remember yes. there was a rap. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But I, so, I put it to you that that yeah. rap in that is twice the speed. That's a lot yeah, slower course. than so Dave rap the rapper. Back then is so much easier than yeah. like rap. <laughs> it's like back, this like, is the rap. This so, is what we do. Yeah. It's to this tempo. <laughs> Katie, you didn't say beat. you could rap. This what, is what, quite the revelation. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, mine was Madonna, La Isla Bonita, and that's oh, nowhere course. near rap, obviously. Oh, but um, I was the most <laughs> obnoxious child. I used to demand that the dinner ladies at school would uh, stand in a line and watch my performances of the various Madonna <gasps> uh, tracks and what have you. Katie, was this secondary? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the other week. <laughs> yeah, Wait, it's why, here in why Sky. Were the, why were the dinner ladies your audience? What about your friends? <laughs> oh, because I didn't have any friends. I was busy. <laughs> oh, I was performing. Madonna in the lunch breaks. <laughs> 
But what? it got me here today. Exactly. It made you the woman you are happens. today. I love it. Um, also, Stormzy being brilliant. I mean, we don't oh. even need to go yeah. into that, do we? Stormzy, no. just if you haven't watched Tick. that set, Done. he was just he was the um, performance of the entire yeah. weekend. Oh, saying that though, I know we're going to talk about Miley Cyrus later. God, if you get a chance, watch Miley Cyrus's yeah. set at Glastonbury as well because that was phenomenal. Her dad I mean, rocks oh, up cool. too. It's it's quite brilliant. And I love her new songs from her new EP. Yeah, like, they've really great. grown on me. So I, uh, yeah, that was. But a also, fab I mean, she is just she is just rock personified, isn't she? Yeah. Which is the bizarrest thing because I was a bit like, oh, not fussed about seeing Miley Cyrus, and then watch that, and that yeah. was just. And incredible. she's twenty six as well. I mean, I know it's not fifteen, but I mean, she's so young, and she's already yeah. got such strength, such an amazing body of work, such stage presence. Oh, but, can you imagine yeah. what fifteen year old Alex is going to be like in ten years time? probably will have all forgotten him and we'll never know because that's how life works. I mean, to be fair, he already looks like a bit of a show-off, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? So that, that ego. Wow, um, we've um, turned on him very fast <laughs> in this conversation. Sorry, sorry Alex. I, I, mean, well I think that's because it's early in the morning, you know, and it's just like, yeah. you know, because we've got this thing going on and we're like, yeah, no time for this. Shall we talk TV, though? Um, so one yeah. of the, the shows that we're really excited about, which comes out on July the 19th, uh, Queer Eye Season 4 is set to debut. They expect me to be so someone else more black less white more gay less gay i feel like i don't belong absolutely not get your emerald slippers out because that's where they're going to be based mending people all i around have to say Kansas. yeah i haven't um i haven't really watched many queer eyes i don't even think i'd actually seen it before before i watched the the previews that we've got but what an oh. absolutely joyous mm. show just completely passed me by but but i mean at what stage did they stop making it queer eye for the straight guy then and it's just Everyone wasn't that now. when it was because it wasn't Netflix before, was it? It kind of where yeah, was it? it was on an, it was on it was on cable network, yeah. and then Netflix picked it up maybe four or five years ago with a new cast, rebooted it, and rebooted it, and and you know I think initially it was the original setup, which was they found a straight guy to kind of like redo, but then somewhere in the first season they found a person who was quite inspirational, and that mm. turned out to be probably the more popular yeah, show, and people were talking about it, and then as the seasons progressed, now it's like every episode, I mean. I can't watch that show without having a tissue in my hand because oh, it's I just cried. so... I cried, I cried. It's so teary, yeah. So season four <laughs> resumes with uh, the makeover of Miss Dooley, the music teacher oh, who's... Um, hair. She's yeah. Jonathan Van Ness's old music teacher, literally from high yeah. school, isn't she? And yet, as you said, the hair, she's had the same mullet for 30-plus years, oh, but, but no amazing. more. That mullet... How is that? I don't think anyone in England still has mullets like that. Oh. It is a uniquely American no, thing that that I haircut think, still exists in deepest, do, darkest Katie. America. Do you some think? Some people do, yes. Oh, it's a very strange worrying. fashion choice and I'm not sure why. It's kind of the fringe gone mad, isn't it? It's like you've <laughs> yeah, cut a like, bit of a like fringe a and you kept going. in the front, yeah, yes. and then the sides are all straight and then curled at the bottom so it kind of turns yeah. in. I do. It's very it's yeah. a lot of work, actually. There was one bit, wasn't there, actually, because that was the episode, the first one I watched, and there was a bit where Jonathan Van Ness, obviously he's super excited about getting to cut his old teacher's hair, as you Aww. would be, and then he says, that he's literally cut off the bits, and then he goes, for the first time in 30 years, the front of your hair is now yeah. meeting the back of your hair. <laughs> and then he was like, pleased to meet you, hello, and I said, like, did a little skit on the hair, it's lovely. Do you know what's <laughs> lovely? I mean, I, surely we need to mention the elephant in the room of the fact that uh, groomer Jonathan Van Ness is... <laughs> 
facial hair is just uh, mind-blowingly bizarre. And he's really Crazy. hot underneath. And, and the, yeah. the, you're like, whoa, what's that facial hair doing? But also, the thing is, even though they are making people over, it is done with such kindness. Definitely. Like, he, yeah. he sat there and he chopped her hair off and every element of it was like, well, this needs to change. Yeah. But do you know what? Your hair is a lovely colour and, and it yeah. was done with such, it such was sensitivity. It her, wasn't it? It wasn't any way degrading her no. or making her feel bad about how she looked or judging her. It was just like making her her best self and giving something back as well. Because you're right, it's that emotional journey. And like they kept saying, you know, you give so much to all the children and you have done for 30 plus years. You're still doing it today. And when do you give something back to yourself? And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, I don't. Well, it, it's brilliant in in two ways, isn't it? That mental health aspect of it is making people mm. sort of think about how they should look after themselves and, and care for themselves. But also, just how how far shows like this show that society has come, hasn't it? The yeah. fact that this is a, a sort of prime time show and people are yeah. tuning in. And, and the fact is, these are five very out gay men yeah. who go to small town Kansas City, you know, like wherever they're going to. And like, if you, when they walk into the auditorium with all these young kids, the mm -hmm. amount of like, like, they, like these children stars. are so, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're rock stars and they're so open to them. And they just this idea that like, you know, this kind of, person is is so welcome among the young is is a really yeah. beautiful kind yeah. of thing to, to to kind of see and so what a positive that's, message that's for pride month yeah. i mean it's perfect it's really I, i'm show. guessing that's maybe why they're releasing them in june i don't know but oh and do you know what's coming you might know this already stevie but there's a four episode special coming at some point where they uh -huh. do a special in tokyo Ooh, yeah, we're, heard about this. we're in Japan. I okay. literally, yeah. that's, that's, that's the most exciting <laughs> thing I've heard in weeks. I can't wait. I do think it's really interesting, these um, uh, shows with sort of leading gay men at the, the front as well. Um, the, so my boyfriend has two uh, young twin girls who are like 11 years old and they are just obsessed with um, RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Sorry. Drag Race, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. And it's, isn't it strange that actually for girls that are at an age, I know sort of from a swearing point of view it's it's probably not ideal, but for girls <laughs> of that age it's interesting that um, that that, uh, that these sort of drag queens are, are role models. And relatable. It is, but they are brilliant, relatable role models because yeah. it is teaching young people that if you are a bit insecure yeah. about who you are then just you you know what put on a bit uh, yeah. put on your heels and go out there and fight the world and be a strong personality and inside matching your outside and it doesn't necessarily have to it's just about feeling at home in your own skin yeah. whatever that skin is and whatever yeah whoever you well, want to be the great news is RuPaul's Drag Race is coming to the UK. I BBC Three has got it. So many special guests, special guests. It's judges. going to be amazing. So Isn't it? I, I, I'm going to be. I, I'm curious to see how British people are going to be more RuPaul-esque. You know, like the Drag Race. Like, how are they going to express their feelings <laughs> and kind of be super fabulous? And yeah. it's just going to be a lot it's of fun to watch. It's not a British strength, is it? Expressing one's feelings for <laughs> stop. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> but also, um, David, who works on this um, podcast behind the scenes for us, he was. saying how good is it going to be the bit where um, oh, I've forgotten what it's called where they um, mime along a, a scene oh sing for your life sing, they oh, sing no no for your not life. the sing for your life lip where sing it's for your life li no is it lip sing 
of your life where they're doing like yes. acting out a scene? Oh no! What you know, is that? They're backstage and they're like acting out a scene. In this, it, like in the UK version, they'll have to act out like a um, sort of Gemma Collins reality type scene, <laughs> oh, won't they? God. And that in itself <laughs> will be. Brilliant. Oh, That'll this be is interesting. All, this is all just pure hope punk. I know we visited hope punk oh. and grimdark, didn't we, a while back? Yeah. But this, you know, yeah, Queer Eye true. and RuPaul, it's it's all just beautiful hope punk and it's what we need right These now. These shows are how we make society nice, isn't it? It's yeah. about all talking to each other and all getting um, on. What does Love Island do? I'm sorry, I'm just curious. <laughs> oh, don't, but you can't. See, I'm the only one watching Love Island. You can't slag off Love Island because it's brilliant. At the moment, it you would not you believe. It punk for something. I just want to know. But you know what it's just it's taken over the world i was literally coming home late last night on the tube i was out in town i was coming home and sort of a youngish couple sat next to me i don't know maybe very early 20s and i just heard the girl sit down and she said to her boyfriend or her friend i'm not sure which she was like oh apparently we missed a bang in love island oh. and obviously they've been out <laughs> but been so they were regretting week. going out because they'd missed love island it's, well, it's changed the cool whole thing we have it now like pretty much like the day of um oh. we're getting it on on Hulu and so so that's just a service that you know I don't know yeah. how they, they broke the deal but we're getting it like like day of so can you maybe be bothered though weekend? are you actually you're brilliant good all you need to know is is to watch this last week because it has been cracking because there's been uh, they've they've brought in Casa Amor which is like the rivals that they <laughs> they divide and conquer they split the boys into one villa the girls into the others and all the people that claimed that they loved each other and that they were never gonna have their heads turned they all have their heads turned Katie's so keen to get a partner in crime going I mean, so she can gossip it's, about it's it. It's so funny. No, because when I hear her voice, her voice is mm. filled with so much joy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I like, don't have time it's, for it's, all it this. Rises, it rises a different tone. I know. So it's, it's sorry, fascinating. The Love really Island sad. tone. Yeah, we're in, this is the Love Island section and you can just tell. Yeah. <laughs> but it is also making it impossible. Brought to you by Katie. I know, yeah. but it's making it impossible for me to actually watch decent telly and have the time for it. But we've got Stranger Things. So we've had oh. managed to have um, uh, preview episodes of Stranger Things. It will be coming out probably at the time of, of this podcast. Yes, it's going out, out now. Actually. It's out now, yeah. so everybody can now watch it too. Yes. Oh, my God. You let us in. And now... You are going to have to let us stay. It's brilliant. Have you finished it? No, I've only done the first episode, but the first uh, episode had me hooked already. So what's yeah. your experience been? Where are you up to then, Stevie? I, I have to say, just from a general standpoint, this Series 3 is so much better than last, yes. the last season, which I still watch too. Uh, but this one, I don't know what they've done, but they've amped everything up. It's so exciting. It's really scary this year too. I don't know if you picked up on that. There's so many references to like horror movies yeah. of, of the age, you know, and so but I like, was the thing say, is do you know referenced. What? It's had really mixed reviews from the people that have had early screeners, though. They've said oh. um, some of the criticism has been very heavy-handed with the 80s references, oh, but, but that's yeah. why we want. 80s nostalgia. I know, I mean, exactly. That's, yeah, that's and the they point. do do it so well, don't they? Yeah. Um, also, uh, goriest yet, which is what you said, isn't it? I think it? that's that, a good thing. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I guess. I mean, you want it to be scary, yeah. don't you? Um, and also, uh, there's been complaints about the action scenes being incredibly long. Okay, that that's less appealing to me I get bored with too much action but, but you dispute this Stevie do you I don't mind it because you know I just want to see them what I love about the shows they split them off 
off into little subgroups. Yes, and so the little the relationships. Whole, so it's, it's, yeah, and so the little relationships set up, but it's almost like these little sleuths are doing their own thing, <laughs> yes. and then finally, at one point in the in the series, they all meet up, and that just makes me so happy. And so um, <laughs> they they drag it on pretty pretty long for the season, and so it's by the time everybody gets together, you're just like yes. Do something, you know, like, it's, and it's very, it's very exciting. And so they've done a really good job of like setting up, uh, you know, the, the huge big blowout kind of, uh, you know, fight so sequence. So for those that won't remember, so season two ended with Eleven managing to seal the gate between Hawkins and the Upside yep, Down. So um, yes. Seemingly, all the threat was over and everything was going to be okay. <laughs> but it's but, not. Yeah, start <laughs> of season not. three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's not really spoiling anything. To say uh the the it's kind of starts with the russians should we get should we talk about this that it, we'll it, just leave it at that yeah <laughs> okay like, we'll leave the it russians at that. are involved how's that and it would seem seemingly it isn't over because the russians are, are trying to get to the upside down i'm so glad we've got winona back on our screens as somebody who grew up with edward scissorhands in my life i just i'm so glad to have her back she's fantastic it's, she always just makes me think that she's on another plane yeah. and they've just like kind of brought her down to like shoot this series and then once the show's over she goes back <laughs> Rises they like, turned her you know, on again yeah she goes yeah. back to her place <laughs> oh, but, oh my god millie bobby brown that girl is taking yes. over. This is another 15-year-old who is taking over the world. But also the interesting thing about this series is she does actually get a lot more um, script, doesn't she? She gets a lot more lines I instantly. I think realise because... that she's just, I mean, like she was, at, I mean, obviously she's Well, before it was just had show, to be her but... looking intense, yeah. really, didn't it? And right. bleeding from the nose. Yes, yeah. that's so true. But apparently, I didn't know this, but the money, when they first started doing it, all of the kids got $30,000 per episode. I mean, that's good pocket money, isn't and it? And then they negotiated up for this one to $250,000 per episode. Ooh, so wow. that means this season alone will earn each one $2 million. Wow. Yeah. And the Duffer Brothers, the, the, the creators, <laughs> the they Duffer said that there's actually like... I know, but there's the Duffer six... Brothers? <laughs> yes. Yes, they're the Duffer Brothers. Matt and Ross um, Duffer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing is, they, they said they have three more seasons in them to make this. So this show is going to, I mean, by the time this the show ends, they're going to be full-on adults, yeah. you yeah. know, like I trying mean, to they, save the world. They're already looking grown, aren't they? Yeah. Or, or we're going to have a whole new generation somewhere in, in season five, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do Absolutely. with this. But I, I'm so happy with, with the season and I, you know, I did, I did the thing i pressed play at midnight it was a very uh yeah did you <laughs> I then have, stop myself did you then have the weirdest dreams ever when you eventually did no, I'm <laughs> go good. to sleep I'm four good. hours later <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I i yeah i've seen worse so you know this is this is like a, a like <laughs> a, a good candy treat. story yeah. <laughs> exactly well <laughs> i think um despite the kind of slightly mixed reviews i think people will love it certainly just the 80s nostalgia bit of it definitely just, and, and it's a it's a smart move because here we have July Fourth weekend, and so yes. everybody's just going to sit around and and you know besides barbecue, they're gonna they're gonna want to watch something entertaining and maybe a little bit mindless. And so this this show's going to you know do so well this weekend. Like so us, are you perfect. not wanting to talk to your family that sort of thing? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. put Netflix on. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, right. Okay. Well, let's talk about something that's slightly darker. Um, it's called Dark Money. It's a BBC show uh, that is just starting at the moment. It is all about uh, a, 
a British family whose young boy was abused by a, a famous producer in Hollywood and their decision to basically accept a, a payout in return for signing a, a non-disclosure agreement. You want to know what your options are in regards to your son and an allegation he has against a film producer? Yes. We hope that this will bring closure for Isaac. The sum offered is available only for the next five minutes. Four-part drama. It's written by the same guy who won a BAFTA for um, Damalola, our loved boy, a couple of years ago. Um, starring yeah, David Adair. Adair yeah, David it? Adair, starring yeah. Babu Cisse, who was also in that, um, and also Jill Halfpenny, who's um, quite a famous British actress as well. Uh, yeah, it's... I enjoyed the first episode. It certainly is one that does make you think about the impact these non-disclosure agreements do mm. have on the people that sign them. What did you guys think? Well, it's, I mean, it's a clever, it's a clever concept. I think it's that that kind of program that throws out those very challenging questions, but doesn't ever attempt to answer them, and doesn't. It kind of one minute you're sort of thinking to yourself, well, how would I deal with this? What would I do? What's the right thing to do? But I think it's going to be one of those great things that doesn't actually ever tell you what the right thing to do. And maybe there is no right thing to do. It's almost like this moral maze of how are you going to deal with this awful situation? I mean, and there's the thing what's about your price. As yeah. well? What's your price? What's your limit? What what makes you do something that you think is is morally abhorrent, but suddenly the money I, is I there? I mean, the, the setup is brilliant and, and it draws you in immediately because you know, while this is this this is uh, you know fiction, there is the fact that there are situations right now in Hollywood where you know people are getting exposed to you know being being caught as as child molesters yeah. and you know abusing their powers to to, to younger people, and so um, it's very timely. Oh. Uh, I personally just wish that it wasn't so dramatic, like like every every. Piece From of a drama, is, Stevie. <laughs> I, I, I get it, but it's like you know the music is like dun dun, you know, and and like the acting is very just you know we look at each other and we're gonna cry every yeah. and so I was like just a smidge of nuance would make uh, this yeah. just that's the thing. A, it's done in a very simplistic sort of yes. Let us present this point yeah. yeah but i think that's what um, the writer wanted to and do is that though? the hollywood influence kind of maybe like trying to represent Oof. that feeling of the hollywood thing of this is all bigger you know big film you've made it this is amazing and that kind of weird fakeness that then kind of washes over the reality of something quite dark and quite everyday because and horribly what, what i've always loved about british drama is the fact that nuance and just like subtlety. the silence yeah. and the subtlety of everybody and so watching this which is a full-on british drama you know it, it it makes me go like, where's where's all this coming from? Because all of the things that I appreciate is kind of out the window, and, and it makes me a little bit annoyed, which I hate to say because I, I really want to like the show. The show's very interesting, and the acting's very good in it. So It's an interesting I premise. Don't... I think that's the thing. And certainly, I mean, I think Bethany and I have only gone up to the end of the first episode, yeah. and it does... It's the premise that sort of drags you along mm. with, oh, OK, it is interesting to see what the family are going to do. You've gone one ahead of us, haven't you? So yeah. <laughs> are we slightly I've unsure about more. episode yeah. two? And this is BBC One, isn't it? Is it Monday the 8th of July at nine? Yeah, yeah so, so depending on week. when you're listening, it, it may have already come out. But yeah, it's it's their big drama. It's continuing, I think, every Monday for a few weeks. It's and like you said, Stevie, it's really a timely topic because obviously everywhere you look in the, in the media, there's various kind of dark, unpleasant yeah, things. We 
you were just on. saying about Sundance as well, weren't you, uh, Stevie? What's happened there? Yeah, unfortunately, one of the co-creators of Sundance, not Robert Redford, yeah. but his partner that started it, he is now in prison. He was convicted of, of you know, doing something to a young person. And it's so Sterling um, Van Wagenen is his name. Yes, yeah. um, and that was just you know, right now during the time of our recording, he got he got convicted today, yeah. and so um, that's happening. You know, and 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 I think as we move into a definitely post me too me too world where just people are more open about talking about these things and and kind of being you know yeah well we not we should anymore we should say yeah. uh, dark money is entirely fictitious but most of us yeah. of course became aware of uh, non-disclosure agreements because of the case of Harvey Weinstein when it emerged that he had mm-hmm. uh, used a lot of them I, I i would assume that he would argue not to cover anything up but mm. to ensure that the productions that he would make um w- would carry on quickly and without any right. arguments between cast um but of course he now faces mul- over since all of the me too allegations he's faced multiple allegations of, of rape and sexual assault claims, uh, claims that he continues to deny even in the run-up to his trial uh, this September. And it looks like the, it is going ahead. The jury selection is happening in September. So again, that's, it's all going to come to light again um, very soon, really. We're going to be talking about these issues. Um, have you seen Rose McGowan as well? She's doing an Edinburgh Festival show. She has been so vocal, hasn't she, in, in particularly in the last sort of year or so. Just, I mean, obviously she was one of the first pe- people, wasn't she, to speak out. Yeah. against Harvey Weinstein and with all the allegations. Her book has done phenomenally well as well, Brave. I, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but the, I think that's part of what this Edinburgh show is going to be based around, isn't it? So Yeah. Well, she said it killed, nearly killed her career, and, and I think yeah. she's just come back fighting, hasn't she? And she's just said, not on my watch. I'm, you know, I'm not going to be silenced. She's a brilliant... Uh, interesting. She's kind of, she's past being an actress. I know she's she claims that because of all of these allegations, mm. her acting career was shut down. But she's kind of now morphed into this almost visual <laughs> artist, hasn't yeah. she? Really, she's and a sort of mouthpiece for for others and just yeah, kind of... an activist and a, an artist at the same time. And I think it's definitely going to be interesting. Planet Nine is the name of the Edinburgh show that she's doing, and apparently, because she was a member of a cult, wasn't she? Um, she Ooh, said wow, when when she uh, moved away from the cult, I think she was in as a child in Italy, oh, yes. in America, she hated being in America. So she used to escape mentally to Planet Nine and, oh. and this was her, her way of sort of blocking the world out. A safe place. Yeah, interesting. Lo- lots happening on that front, really, and we will uh, keep you updated uh, with the developments in what happens with that. Um, shall we move on to something a bit lighter, though? Yeah, let's... Bethany, who have you been talking to? Jessica Alba? Yeah, had a nice chat with Jessica Alba and Gabrielle Union, and they've been doing the rounds for LA's Finest, which is a spin-off of the Bad Boys franchise. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Yeah. What you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, that's the What's one. their theme song? <laughs> Uh, but I love actually their characters in in the show are called Sid and Nancy, and you're like, awesome. oh, because of course yeah. Gabrielle Union's character Sid Bernay in the Bad Boys franchise that was the love interest of Will Smith for any kind mm. of Bad Boys fans out there. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun kind of um, cop LAPD cop procedural with lots of action and big stunts and jumping around on cars. You know, you name it, it's there. I mean, it's definitely. It's definitely more hope punk than grim dark. Mama said I could be anything. That was the dope. Gangs and narcotics. Robbery homicides. Bodies dropping like it's the end of days. 
There's a common thread to all of this. Gabriel Knox. I have to go after him. This is for real. These people are dangerous. Yeah. Me too. Damn, it's a party in here. Is it wrong that I don't really know who Gabrielle Union is? Should I know who she well, is? What's she done? She's, she's big in America, of, isn't she? She yeah. did lots of um, kind of rom. Ten things I hate about you. She did lots of oh, the okay. rom coms oh. in oh, the. Oh, bring it on! Remember, she was she was the 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 kind of. Uh, did you watch Bring It On, the cheerleading film with Kirsten Dunst and Gabrielle Union? I don't know if that's yeah, a, but that's I did. it's um, yeah. Well, there you she's go. A real, <laughs> and also, I mean, actually, we, we chatted about this, but obviously now in America, she is particularly kind of in everyone's face because she has stepped in for America's Got Talent to yeah, cover Mel B, it. while Mel B is with the Spice Girls. Oh, okay. She's great, actually, because I, I must admit, I didn't know too much about Gabrielle. Obviously, Jessica Alba. I was like, oh, yeah, Jessica Alba. But, like, Gabrielle Union, and she was lovely. She was so chatty Isn't she and amazing? fun. Yeah, oh, I absolutely loved her. She's obviously a woman with a lot of humour. And, and But, I mean, both of them, they're such physical actresses, aren't they? Literally, their entire careers, really, like you are saying about cheerleading films. And, I mean, Jessica Alba, just an absolute action hero. She's um, brilliant. Yeah. So when, when I sat down with them and had had a little chat what I asked first of all was who is the most daring out of the two of you I would say Jess is more daring yeah. she also has better vision <laughs> <laughs> yeah I you know I, I went through like two and a half years of like James Cameron stunt training so I'm very comfortable with it and I and I like it it's energizing what was the, the most impressive stunt you learned on that two-year training? That sounds fantastic. I would say whenever I would have to run on moving vehicles from one roof of one moving vehicle to another, that was, those were my more uh, sort of, um, well, that's when my heart would beat very quickly. Um, or when I would rappel from the roof of something down, like the tops of the ceilings of a warehouse or something. My heart would pitter-patter. Yeah, I mean, my heart pitter-patters as I hot-foot it to try to get into the studio on time to record a bulletin. But, I mean, that's the closest I get to my heart really beating at work. But, I mean, wow, she is just pure action I, I in how, woman form. I love how this show brought her out of semi-retirement because, you know, she hasn't worked in almost a decade and in the, in the, in the period of time, she's turned into a billionaire. So the woman does not need to make any more content you know like she she's yeah, she's, 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 she's very company as well hasn't she the honest company which is like an online yeah, ethical a, retailer mm. yeah it's she's a billion dollar kids. company she's 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 very very comfortable at the moment so um she really, that's awesome that she's coming out to do the show i know and i think that she said it was just like so much fun and i think also it's that thing i mean god imagine if you've got three little ones racing around at home probably like jumping on top of cars might seem like a bit of light relief mightn't it how are these people so Functional, I know, and <laughs> I know, so but high achieving. How do you not, do that? I know, I know. It's, it's just like galling, but also they were lovely, so you couldn't, uh. couldn't dislike them. But I had to ask Gabrielle okay. Union. Having, having, Sorry, having, <laughs> not bad. Did they have spots or anything? No, they looked perfect. Uh. Yeah, they both looked absolutely divine. Yeah, but you would if you had facials. Probably put someone standing out the back, ready to <laughs> steam them as soon as they leave the building. I only, I won't talk to anyone unless I'm freshly steamed. Yes. Yeah, me too. No, I was looking particularly. Yeah, I'd been rushing about all day, so I think humble I looked, journalist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> humble journalist came out into action. Oh God, which reminds me, I never posted the selfie of me and Naomi Campbell. Oh. I think that's probably subconscious, isn't it? I realised that I just <laughs> was never going to like stand up 
well with that comparison. <laughs> do it. You must put it up. I, I will. Yeah. I promise I will do that today. Um, but yeah, while I had Gabrielle Union in the room, after not really knowing much about her and then thinking, oh my God, this woman is fantastic. I wanted to know what did she think of Simon Cowell, our English uh, mogul over there in the US. And this is what she said. I always thought he was like the mean one. Um, but this season, it's Howie. Howie is like brutal. Um, and I sit next to Howie, so I'm always like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. And Simon is like, do you have pets? And you're like, what does, what does having a dog have to do with the chainsaw act that we just saw? He's just, he's just a softer, gentler guy. I think, you know, um, Eric and, you know, his, his son has just turned him into a softie. He's just this sweet, sweet man. Maybe his vegan diet has helped as well. It could be. You see, he slimmed down <laughs> yeah, this season. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I've been secretly buying him colored T-shirts um, to work into <laughs> the navy and the and the heather gray and the black. So I don't know. I don't know. Working on we'll his palette. We'll see if Marigold works its way into his T-shirt collection. I love that love she's it. redesigning Simon Cowell. <laughs> Please, she's let's amazing. all be on Marigold T-shirt watch. And you've Brilliant. got to message me if you see him wearing a Marigold T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. No, but they he has gone softer though, hasn't he? He has. He, has. he, he has. definitely has. Does that translate onto his X Factor? Is he nicer on X Factor now? Um, we haven't. Had, do you know what? We haven't had X Factor. We've had Britain's Got Talent, and yeah, he is a bit yeah. nicer. But then he's always he always delivers sort of Simon Cowell level of. Like yes. can equally rip you apart. And he had a flip out a on, on B, uh, BGT a little while ago, didn't he? Oh, this was a great moment, Stevie. You should look this one up on YouTube. Um, so someone <laughs> who was a ventriloquist but put like mouths that moved masks onto actual humans for the final show got uh, Simon Cowell and David Williams on stage, put one on Simon Cowell with Simon Cowell already looking like, I don't want to do this. Why are you making me do this? Um, and he tried to make he tried to move Simon Cowell's legs and make him do the can can, and Simon kicked his arm away, and then he tried to do it again, and Simon Cowell strops off stage and is like, wow, yeah. it's brilliant. No, it's good no more Mr. Nice Simon. Yeah. So he's obviously not not always nice. But talking of X Factor, because you brought it up, it's going to be so good when the X Factor returns later this year, because it's the X Factor All Stars. Have you read this? No. No. It's going to be previous. Oh, pe <laughs> I like how enthusiastic you are. I mean, it's going to be previous winners and sort of the well-known stars that we still remember from oh, X Factor coming God. on, going, doing battle, and that is the only way that you will keep me watching X Factor because I'm a bit milk over it. it. Any more? I just yeah. Well, yeah, that <laughs> that is how they're milking it more, Bethany. I get a bit yeah. Well, let's see. Maybe it will convert. But it'd be good I, if you've got. If they manage to get like Rylan or someone to be Rylan, on Rylan, I songs. agree, he is. A talent, oh, he'll come on. Yes. Won't he show up at a, at a drop of any kind of no, hat? No, he's got super this. popular. He's so busy now. He does oh. radio. He's he a brilliant TV. presenter now. Yeah. Wait, can, they, can they afford him then? That, probably that's not. Sure. That's, no, yeah. probably not. Well, they haven't confirmed which of the all stars are going to be coming back yet. So to be, uh, to be continued to this let's, chat. Yeah, wow. Let's watch this space. You need to get on that show, by the way. Just go behind the scenes, <laughs> like, I'm, like figure it out. But please go on site and like I do the whole meant X Factor on stage special. As oh no, no, no! And I was like, whoa! There. I, uh... Both of you went silent for a second, but <laughs> yeah. I actually mean, please go on behind the scenes and do a whole like, you know, like, like uh, just, expose. Yeah, figure something out, but I, yeah, expose. Backstage expose. Go through the bins. Yes, yeah, so literally yeah. backstage. <laughs> 
backstage at X Factor. Yeah. Deal. I'll do my best. All right. Well, talking about music as well, coming up uh, very shortly, we are going to be telling you all about what the latest is with Taylor Swift and all of the battles and drama that's been going on with the Swifty. Swifty? <laughs> is that weird? A Swiftmeister general. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. Um, <laughs> right, we are going to be talking about Taylor Swift then, but first, can we talk about Miley Cyrus and that video? Yes, please. Definitely so cool. not safe for work, but very cool. <laughs> it's so not, is it? It's really not. But There's I love like it. Nipples I love it. in the first ten seconds. Nipples, nipples doing things together. Yeah, it bends my mind. Now, um, if it, if nipples are brightly coloured, does that count as not actually showing a nipple? It's not real nipples, is it? <laughs> is it it's not? Just, well, it's, I don't know. This no. is what I was going to say. Plastic nipples. But they like, look no, like it's nipples. Like rubber, it's the rubber nipples from suits yeah. and stuff, isn't it? When is a nipple not a nipple? <laughs> This is the theoretical but question we're asking like a nipple. today. Are you saying that it's a prosthetic nipple? I thought I it was just maybe just... coloured or something. I think, I it, think is it's... it like the teat on the top that oh, would be around... Oh, don't ever say the word teat again, <laughs> Bethany. About... It upsets me. <laughs> what about if I say the word suckle? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Bethany, oh, sorry. what are you doing? I'm sorry, I'll oh, stop now. Teat. I don't like yeah. it. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, yes, anyway, nipples. Let's move on from nipples, shall we? But, it, God, how full on is that video? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's great, though. It's got such a strong feminist message. I mean, those even, I mean, it's like on a very basic level, those messages are in your face. There's big signs, isn't there? Once, one says something like, um, every woman is a riot. Um, virginity is a social construct. <laughs> feminist <laughs> AF. I mean, yeah, Miley's not messing around on this Brilliant. one, is she? And you've got all women of all shapes and sizes and... Yeah. Different genders. Different genders. I mean, like, it's gender yeah. non-conforming. I mean, it's, it's so cool. There's so many transgender visuals, like, the, like people, uh, you know, on, on, in that video that it's just it's just wonderful to just watch them be celebrated definitely it packs a punch though doesn't it instantly mm. as well because i didn't imagine that she was going to do that with that video but yeah, yeah this is Mother's my daughter and her mum is in it is that her that mom? is that is yeah. tish, tish her mum i did not know that okay that yeah, makes sense tish then gosh Cyrus. she's gorgeous and isn't of she? course i hadn't pro- this is so, so ridiculous but i'd never properly twigged that her mum is her momager like oh, it, is she one yes. of those? She's a Chris Jenner type, exactly. is she? Exactly. So it kind of because I me, mean, she was like she is was a model and an actress, and you know she's been a performer as well. But she manages Miley now, oh. and it suddenly made the whole Ashley O Black Mirror thing. I was like, oh, that's interesting because obviously in, yeah, in Black Mirror true. it was her auntie. auntie. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely sure it's not her mum because obviously like she's a massive fan of her mum. Clearly in the music video, they're sat there having a cup of tea, aren't they, on the sofa? Yeah. Oh, I love well, it. Say the- what say what you said the other day. Bethany about you're going to come dressed as <laughs> so actually yes um, you terrified us all I've, and, and I've carried out my threat I am um, I let the guys it's know it's a new bag isn't it? it no I've got it on I've got it on Stevie what? so when, oh when I watched the video we were all like messaging each other about the music 
video basically loving it and I was like oh my god I've got one of Miley's outfits <laughs> we all and these guys tea. literally there was like a kind of a, a whatsapp silence <laughs> like of shock and horror I think they were scared like I was suddenly going to say yeah I'm a real fan of Torture Garden I've got my PVC <laughs> suit but no I'm actually wearing the outfit and it is the only kind of safe for work outfit yeah, in the whole thing god. it's like a pink wow. and yellow little boucle suit like she wears with her mum with a yeah, cup okay. of tea on Good. the, the sofa the one safe suit yeah yeah and so I've worn oh, it today I in thought homage. it was going to be a PVC like kind of you know masterpiece like with the you know like a, like a thing yeah. in your mouth and yeah. all that stuff no no a gag. I've got my, my PVC yeah. bra on underneath it's yeah she's got oh, luminous nice. nipples though so Oh dear, it's also, this is perfect. This is perfect for Pride. We're just celebrating everyone and everything. No, but Um, what a video and what a song as well. It's really got into my head. It's such an earworm and I love it. Swish, swish, people. Yeah. Um, We need to talk about Taylor Swift though, don't we? The, uh, God, the drama that's been happening with her this week. Um, so where to start, really? So the company that owns all of her original material, they did they initially yeah, yeah they initially offered that she should re-sign her contract, I guess, to maintain some control over that original material, but she didn't want to because did she already know that Scooter Braun was no involved? No, I don't think she did. I think that is what has come as a massive shock because Scooter Braun was her manager no oh god it's so complicated isn't it like it's really complicated scooter Braun is the manager of justin bieber and ariana grande and now he owns a lot of the rights to taylor's early work all the rights all the rights because he bought her whole collection of the past six albums uh and and basically bought the whole library and she claims that she had no like opportunity to buy it back well she and also so claims as well that she's always been bullied by him yeah. doesn't she yeah yeah and at her oh, lowest she said like her lowest ebb he was bullying her i think like on social media and stuff and maybe using his other, or she felt he was using his other artists to kind of pressure her and and make her look bad and she put this big statement out didn't she on her blog i think saying that she she felt that this was the worst thing that could have possibly happened yeah, and worst now case it's, scenario yeah i mean now it's basically become pick a side whose side are you on and everyone oh. have you've either got people coming out on the side of scooter yeah. braun saying uh this is absolutely ridiculous yeah. i mean uh scooter braun's wife as well yeah. put out this big rather scathing statement saying that woman had every chance to buy, buy her music yeah. back. and saying that he's anything but a bully i mean you'd yeah. hope his wife would think that anyway but you're right there's, and also, like, Demi Lovato has come out on Scooter's side. Um, the Australian singer Sia has come, the one who she wears a great big wig over her over her eyes, yeah. like with the fringe. She's come out on Scooter's side. And then the Scooter haters, who are on Taylor's side, that's you've got Iggy Azalea, you've got Cara Delevingne has got involved. Wow. What's Cara wow. Delevingne got to do with She's just piped up, hasn't she? She's mm-hmm. part got, of her squad, remember? Yeah, exactly. And she's got cross with Justin Bieber, saying that he, um, he doesn't even know how to apologize basically she's she's more cross with Bieber actually the irony given that he's got a song called sorry (laughs) that's so true yeah yeah but Cara's not having any of it this is very interesting because you know um 
besides the fact that that this this has happened, you know, a lot of young artists. This is like I was doing. I, I didn't really understand the the real kind of uh, business behind all of this, and so I read this article where they said a lot of young artists, in order for them who are singer songwriters, a lot of them when they first start, they sign away the rights to all of their songs in order for them. This is to his, kind of historically be always yes. happened, though, hasn't it? There's always been tales of ruthless yeah. sort of yeah. management. A musician is not actually making any money from their songs whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. And, and in the case of Taylor, she signed away her first, like, I think six albums to this big machine company, Gosh, who mean, was also her management. And so, and so the last album was the last of her kind of uh, allegiance to this company. And so now that's why she, she couldn't wait to sign with, with Interscope, which is the new label that she's working with. And so for her to, you know, to, to then wake up, allegedly wake up, and then all of a sudden all of her songs yeah. now belong to somebody else, she just feels very betrayed. I mean, but it did feel it, like they had her over a barrel, yeah. though, as well, didn't yeah. they? Saying that, well, for every new album you make, we'll give you back another back. album. It's so she was she would have been tied for another six albums. And, yeah. you know, this is not the first time in history because back in the day, you know, a certain Michael Jackson bought the whole Beatles. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and Paul McCartney, from then on, never talked to him and was so mad that he felt that he didn't have a chance to, to kind of buy back the music that the Beatles wrote because well, they had the same arrangement. Their music, that's the thing. It's so, it feels so yeah. wrong, doesn't it? But pre presumably she must get some sort of performance rights of every time it's played. It's just she doesn't yeah. actually own, own it. it. Yeah. Own it. Which uh, I guess is something oh, you Taylor. only you only realise yeah. when you're at the sort of height of your career how exactly how it goes yeah. and what to look out for. It's all about the business. It's all a business. It's not called show business for a random oh, reason. It's it really Bethany is. Minnell's management school. Yeah, These yeah. people were asking so, for subscribe, it. Subscribe, subscribe <laughs> to Bethany think, Minnell management. <laughs> I know. Do you think this is going to affect the new album? Because you know the streams and also uh, and, and and all the sales of when the current is the new album. Have, Oh, August. It August. Is. We've, got, we've, yeah. we've got loads of time. So there's a lot more drama to yeah, be had. Yeah, 23rd like, from of now August. Yeah. Lover. Oof. It's going to be forever. Um, but yeah, do you think this is going to affect the sales? Because already the songs are not performing as well as previous songs me never went number one you know ah. and the, the calm down didn't do that well i mean it's it's okay but it's not that popular and so it's really interesting how um now that she's got all this drama like if it'll affect yeah. like you know the well, streams of the, the listening. listening the listening of all her old songs has ironically gone massively up because this has put them in the public eye and so that's even more frustrating for taylor because <laughs> literally all this fuss is making scooter braun money while he sleeps so it's yep. it must be very frustrating for her oh. it's all playing out on social media as well it's making it a spectator sport isn't it yeah. i think most of her fans probably care but i think most of us actually this is the music business and it's kind of like why are you making it it's so the public back end. It's, it's the, the back it's, end of it isn't it we don't necessarily see that bit the deal but also it's the and... mean girl's tone that she always does mm. these things with it's always well, an element no, she of victimizes I'm calling... herself yeah she, yeah yeah it's no fun yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah, but on a positive note, Scooter Braun is one of the best names ever. So I'm, <laughs> is that what you're going to call your first Scooter, born child? Scooter Manel. Scooter. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I look forward to this happening. Um, we need to, before we go as well, have a quick chat about Netflix yeah. buying some oh um, uh, a sort of semi-permanent base at Shepparton Studios. They are so. taking over the world, aren't they? Netflix is just dominating. It's great news for the UK, really. I mean, I guess we I, we already have this thriving. Uh, 
sort of industry going at the moment anyway, which is part of the reason that they wanted to invest so much money to secure a definite production uh, base in the UK so that they can carry on making productions over here. They've committed to spend £10.3 billion, uh, and that means that they are going to be here, I think, until 20... It's 10 years, isn't it? It's a 10-year lease. Yeah, £10.3 so billion. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the first film that they're going to do, it's um, Charlize Theron film, yeah. um, a comic book-based film, and that's apparently already underway. So it's already happening. But it's insane. It's 14 sound stages yeah. that they've kind of, like, expanded on into the space. and so Across 20 that's... acres. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, they've invested into New York earlier this year, too. They spent $100 million on six sound stages in Brooklyn. So they wow. are just buying major property to make so much of their content now. So it's 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 crazy. It's interesting that they've, they've chosen um, Shepparton as well, because originally I think they had wanted Pinewood. Mm. But Pinewood, it's all such sort of um, infighting. Pinewood is uh, a big base for... Disney because of all of the Star yes, Wars films. And Disney already has a deal. Yeah, so I think they, they felt that they had to be kind of pushed away into a different well, area. But actually, Shepparton is owned by Pinewood, so... I know, but it's, it's different the base, Pinewood though. group, isn't it? Yeah, because obviously, yeah, yeah and Shepparton is in Surrey, Pinewood is in Bucks, oh. um, but they're both so iconic. I mean, Shepparton, when you look at the films, it's actually kind of almost easier to name name films that weren't made there. So many of the classics, like Ridley Scott, Alien, Clockwork Orange, yeah, Elephant Man, good. Blade Runner, wow. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Mary Poppins as well, I think, yeah. is there. Oh, my God. And yeah. then TV stuff as well, things like Dad's Army and Red Dwarf, like <laughs> kind of culty kind of classic things. Amazing. Yeah. It's, um, but I mean, it, it's such an exciting time, isn't it, for streaming platforms? And yeah. it's like, watch this space. And, and like, I often think to myself, the BBC must be kicking itself. But when it sold off the the television centre, you know, back in 2012, because that had that had all this space for studios, and now studio space in the UK, there's not enough of it. I know, it's a real commodity. Yeah. Well, it it's, just, it's the Netflix crazy. deal as well would have been enough. Uh, I mean, Pine would have had to put out this statement saying that it, it's not going to completely shut down Shepparton. They're not going to be. Um, basically dominating the the stages because they're opening six new sound stages but it's interesting that effectively they've signed a deal that's just so big that they're they're having to put out a statement reassuring people that don't worry you can still make stuff at Shepparton there is going to be the the well let's face it Netflix are the big boys aren't they and I think they're going to take priorities I mean I I get what they're saying but it's not going to make it very easy for an indie company to rent a space well I refer you back to the fact that I occasionally spout on this podcast (laughs) that uh, we would have to be watching uh, one season and a half each per day to actually get through the content on Netflix. I think, Stevie, you're doing that, aren't you? I think you're you're representing for us there. Starting at midnight, that's all I do now. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, turn on Netflix, and then I wake up, and I'm like, what? What you're just happened? You're the entertainment journalist that never sleeps, <laughs> and that's why we it love you. Like it. Yeah. Well, should we, should we let you power down on that note? Should we <laughs> yeah, um, let you go to bed? It's very late, you poor thing. Before you go, though, if you get a chance, do make sure that you subscribe to us. That is the best way uh, to find us. We will just uh, pop up on your phone or whatever 
whatever device you're <laughs> like listening magic. to. Like magic. if you do subscribe. Uh, so do that. And if you want to send us an email, the best way to do that is to email us at backstage at sky.uk. And you can also get hold of us through the socials. If you want to get hold of me, I'm at SpennyPicks on Instagram. Bethany Manel. I'm at Bethany Manel on both Instagram and Twitter. And Stevie Wong. I'm at Wong. You won on both Instagram and Twitter. There you go. And on that note, let's <laughs> go our separate ways. Stevie, do not check Twitter now because that will keep you awake. Yeah. I know. I need to go to bed. Don't don't check, but I promise I will put up the Naomi Campbell pic and I'll also put up my outfits. Ooh, maybe I need to go through my camera roll and find a picture of us looking rough in our tents. Scrub, <laughs> scrub, dirty. <laughs> There'll be loads of those. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. 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 